0: What is up, it, freaks? It's your boy Marty Bent here to introduce this episode of Rabbit Hole Recap to you, freaks. High quality rip. I think the rips are getting uh, getting better with the producer, if I do say so myself. Shout out to Carr uh, for bringing a lot of value to this show. And shout out to you, freaks, for joining us. Thank you for joining us. We love having you here. It's always fun. Uh, we're here to help educate people about Bitcoin, what's going on, uh, some tangential, tangential topics too, to Bitcoin uh, and freedom in the digital age. Got a long way to go, freaks. So keep joining us week in, week out. Mister, sure it was brought to you by our good friends at the motherfucking Cash App. Cash App's here to make stacking Sats easy for you. Sats? What? What are Sats? What are Sats? I'm new to Bitcoin. What are Sats? Sats is short for satoshis, and uh, one satoshi is the smallest unit of a Bitcoin. It's 100 million Sats in a Bitcoin. You don't have to stack a whole Bitcoin. You don't have to buy a fraction of Bitcoin. You can stack whole Sats instead. Again, Cash App makes it very easy. You can DCA in the Sats. Beyond that, Cash App can be your bank account. They're offering account numbers and routing numbers, so you can get your paychecks direct deposited into the app. Uh, They're going to be enabling Taproot, uh, uh, the ability to pay Taproot addresses come December 1st. Uh, They're doing incredible things. If you haven't downloaded the app yet, make sure you do so using the code STACKINGSATS. It's S-T-A-C-K-I-N-G-S-A-T-S. You're going to get $10. $10 is going to go to our good friends at Owl's Lacrosse. That's Owl's Lacrosse.
1: (coughs) Woo, woo, woo.
0: This group is also brought to you by good friends at Unchained Capital. Unchained Capital threw an incredible uh, Austin BitDevs last night. Had a great time there. Uh, and Unchained, what do they do? They're here to help you eliminate single points of failure in your custody model. And that is uh, personified. Not personified. I always say that. It's not personified. It's, it's played through in their vault product, which is a two or three collaborative custody multi-sig wallet where you hold two keys. Unchained holds one. Uh, you always have the ability to move your Sats out of your vault. Uh, but if you're ever in a pinch, Unchained is be there to be the second in the two or three multi-sig signature so that you can move your UTXOs out of the vault. Uh, again, this is to eliminate single points of failure. If you have your coins on an exchange, you don't own Bitcoin, you own a claim to Bitcoin, that is a single point of failure. If That exchange, has regulators come after it or they get hacked and they lose their Bitcoin or have an inability to send uh, your Bitcoin off exchange, you are screwed. Uh, another single point of failure is having a single-sig wallet. Uh, if you lose that wallet, hardware wallet or a paper wallet whatever it may be and the seed phrase that backs that up you're shit out of luck so distribute risk the collaborative custody model that unchained offers is a great way to do that and they have a white glove concierge service it's going to take you from zero to having a thousand cuck bucks worth of sats in a multi-sig vault uh, in no time uh, if you tell them tftc sent you're going to get fifty dollars off this package and this package includes multiple video conference calls to get you comfortable with everything multi-sig their vault specifically they're going to send you hardware wallets so you're going to get you set up with those you are going to create your vaults. You're going to back up your derivation pass. Then again, a 1,000 cuck bucks worth of sats are going to get dumped into that vault. All right, so go check it out and then go check out everything Unchained has beyond that. They have a loan product. They just uh, brought on our IRA team. They have incredible content. Drew Bansel, uh, Parker Lewis are putting out incredible content uh, and others, Phil Geiger, Buck Perley the whole team there. Go check them out, unchained.com. This trip is also brought to you by Compass Mining. Compass Mining is here to get more individuals into the mining game. They want more individual ownership of hashrate. Uh, they offer an at-home mining service, which allows you to go to compassmining.io. Uh, you can buy an ASIC. You'll have that ASIC sent to your house, uh, and they have an at-home mining support team. So you're, you're not just going to get it and get it sent to your house. You have a team there that's going to walk you through everything necessary to get that ASIC set up pointed at a mining pool and having sat stream to a wallet of your choice. Uh, It's not trivial. Uh, You you can't just get these ASICs and plug it into a wall in your house anymore. It's not how it works. There's very specific electrical infrastructure that's necessary to have set up uh, to to take on these ASICs. Uh, So the the Compass Mining team is here to help you with the at-home stuff uh, with their support team. Uh, So you can go check this out at compassmining.io. Beyond that, they have other services as well. They have incredible newsletter, incredible podcasts. Uh, and again, they want to get more individual ownership of hash rate to help further distribute the mining layer of Bitcoin. Last but not least, this rip was brought to you by good friends at Brains. Brains. So the team behind Slush Pool and the team behind Brains OS Plus Firmware. Brains OS Plus Firmware is going to help you stack more sats. If you have an ASIC that is compatible with the Brains OS uh, Brains OS Plus Firmware and you're not using it, you're leaving sats on the table. Do not leave sats on the table. This is a race to stack, as many sats as possible. And you need to use any means that allow you to do that. Brains OS Plus Firmware is a great way to do that. Um, so again, go check out brains.com, dot scom uh, and find out which ASICs are compatible with Brains OS Plus Firmware. And if you are, have an ASIC that is, download it and get more sats for your hash. Uh, beyond that, we're here to pump insights.brains.com i-n-s-i-g-h-t-s dot dot com. Uh, And this is a page where you're going to have uh, a, a bunch of insights into the mining world. Profitability, uh, cost of mine of Bitcoin, uh, the, the profitability per machine, uh, prof- profitability calculators, I'm saying profitability, profitability, profitability. What else does insights.brains.com have? I'm going to pull it up here. But first, while I'm pulling it up, I'll tell you the story. Daniel so he was like, during the 2020 halving, he was like, had his computer up. He had like 100 tabs up, looking at all this information in disparate locations. He's like, oh, my computer's dying. I've got so many tabs up. It's humming. Like, what? this is confusing. I need a consolidated page that does all this. And uh, this is what insights.brains.com is. Um, so go check this out. It's got hash rate stats, difficulty stats hash rate mining economic charts, hash rate difficulty, hash value and hash price, transaction fees. Speaking of hash value and hash price, hash value has has, uh, gone back above hash price. So it's probably a good time to be mining right now. Uh, That's it. Go check it out. Insights.brains.com. Enjoy this rip of Rabbit Hole Recap. Uh, Beware. There's going to be more iterative changes to Rabbit Hole Recap. We're actually going to change the naming uh, of of the episode, we had a, we had an executive meeting today, and uh, so next week when you see it in your podcasting app, don't be startled. It's going to be a different format from a name perspective. Enjoy it, freaks. Love all y'all. Enjoy your weekends. Peace, and love, Tiki. You've had a dynamic where money's become freer than free. When you talk
2: about a Fed just gone nuts. All all the central banks going nuts.
1: So it's all acting like safe haven. I believe that in a world where central bankers are tripping over themselves to devalue their currency, Bitcoin wins. In the world of fiat currencies, Bitcoin is the victor. I mean, that's part of the bull case for Bitcoin. If you're not paying attention, you probably should be. Probably
0: should be. Probably- what is up freaks? Welcome back to Tales from the Crypt or Rabbit Hole Recap i gotta get better this we're day late and not only are we (laughs) not only a day late i'm an hour late matthew i'm sorry for making you wait and car as well
2: i've just been chilling here with car for the last 40 minutes
0: we've been figuring out i'm stoking another stogie this week Uh, car said it was good aesthetic so i'm gonna roll with it um yeah a lot going on here how the hell are we i've had a long week matthew a long week i'm uh in a good way a very good way, uh, and very exhausting. I'm very much looking forward to a relaxing weekend with my wife and my son, doing hopefully absolutely nothing but uh, uh, taking my son around to do kid activities.
2: The joy of doing absolutely nothing. Yeah. It's uh, underrated.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's been a week. Um, yeah. I went to an oil and gas conference, a uh, two day conference here outside the city of Austin uh, and I was I was representing the Bitcoin um side of things with a couple other miners as well and it was just like a really cool event uh very well put together shout out to the digital wildcatters um for the event shout out to Max Gagliardi for for recommending me on the panel that he he uh he led at that event and uh yeah it was a great conversation and I, I guess the point of my rambling here about this event is that it seems like the oil and gas industry is starting to I mean, I know they've already been considering, but it seems like, uh, I think it's going to be interesting in the next three years because I think the Bitcoin mining industry is in for a bit of surprise and they're going to see like these energy companies begin building internal mining operations.
2: That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, I I could see that being, uh, you've been talking about it for quite some time, Um, but like, why wouldn't they cut out the middleman? Yeah, I mean... It makes complete sense.
0: It's the thesis. I'm running, uh, I I shield my thesis that the energy producers, uh, energy agnostic, uh, I think oil and gas producers will be significant players in this game. But again, I do truly believe that uh, the energy companies are going to replace the central banks. And again, not in the sense that they'll ever be able to dictate how many Bitcoin are, are on the market or created or controlling any interest rates or doing any interest rate targeting uh, around rates associated with bitcoin but they are going to replace the fed window the 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 window through which new monetary units and the uh, uh, cycle monetary units are dispersed to the market and it's going to be a beautiful thing because it completely democratizes that process and, and instead of having very select few primary dealers who have access to that window you have energy producers around the world small medium large um and then uh people accessing mining pools as well individual what
2: should be what should be interesting is uh you know around the world including the united states uh you know we have a lot of like state run power providers um or if they're not necessarily state run they're like quasi state run monopolies or whatever like in new york like we have con ed um, it's not like they have any competition like that is, you know, I guess they're technically a private company, but it's basically a state monopoly. Um, yes. And in other, in some countries, it's just straight up state run. And I wonder how like that dynamic ends up working out uh, where you have this, you know, proper global free market in energy in terms of Bitcoin mining, and then it's going to go head to head with like one of the most controlled regulated um, industries that exist, right? You know, it'll be interesting to see.
0: You know, you obviously, you have like a more open, free energy um, energy uh, market here in Texas. Like you said, you have uh, ComEd in New York. There's Pico in Pennsylvania. It'll be interesting to see how how this plays out. Um, uh, so it's happening. It's beginning to happen. Um, so just prepare for that. I'm getting uh, – are you getting notifications or something?
2: Not you- me. Okay. Yeah. I heard it though. It sounded like a Mac notification.
0: Oh, how do you even know that? So are you lying to me? Do you own a Mac? But How would you know that?
2: I mean, I've used Macs in the past. It does the little ding! Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, fuck, man. Big week. Taproot activated. We're going to get to all that. Should we start at Clark's dashboard or do you, do you have any other uh, pre... Let's uh, start
2: with Clark's dashboard. First of all, cheers to the freaks on Tapper. Cheers to all the developers that helped make it happen. And... uh on to the next one. Let's fucking go.
0: Keep rolling. There was a lot of taproot discussion at the Austin Bitcoin. Uh, excuse me. Austin BitDevs last night. Are you How- want to
2: talk about that a little bit? BitDevs? Yeah. I think like when we have, you know, BitDevs in Austin's always on Thursday. BitDevs in New York wasn't on Thursdays. Uh, and it was always like very helpful, like having RHR after BitDevs. So okay. I feel like on... On BitDevs Weeks, we should just default to Friday so then you can talk about how Austin BitDevs went. I, I agree with that. Uh, Austin
0: BitDevs was incredible. Very high energy, particularly high, I guess, Unchained. Uh, had their whole team in town uh, doing some some team bonding in person. Uh, so there was a lot of uh, excited Unchained Capital employees. Uh, and it was a very lively conversation, as always. Ben Carmen and Buck Purley were up there leading, and it was a... Uh, they took criticism they, they heard people they uh they were talking about too many news events and not enough technical uh, aspects of bitcoin and, and they adjusted it was purely technical no news events um, so we talked a lot about taproot uh how that affects uh, multi-sig how that affects lightning uh how it affects privacy all that jazz and it was a really good socratic um seminar in that regard awesome. we also talked a little bit about dust like how to I don't know if you saw my thread last night like I thought I had an epiphany that was like dead on and then after talking to Peter Todd after a bit I was like ah <laughs> oh, fuck I'm wrong so my epiph-my what I thought yeah was I was gonna epip- bring
2: that up I don't know
0: <laughs> yeah what I thought was an epiphany like a discussion came up like number one does Taproot help with dust And I guess the consensus was like and eh, maybe but not probably not really um, maybe it will help with future dust creation because you'll just have cheaper transactions and um the change will be will be larger. I guess that that was one of the like weak arguments that was made. But I was like, oh, like how do we how do we solve the dust problem? And I, I thought like, well, what if we, Will Cole and I were actually like whispering to each other in the background, sweet nothings about dust? And uh, we, um, I thought like, well, what if you did like dust jubilees, where you have uh, a miner or mining pool just decide, hey, we're gonna we're gonna do a dust jubilee where we'll allow or we'll we'll collect. Uh, dust transactions that are looking to be consolidated and and mine them even though there's there's not a lot of
2: fees or any fees well, associated so first of all a dust a dust transaction to the freaks who don't know is when you have bitcoin fees are measured in sats per byte bitcoin utxos are measured in sats a dust transaction a dust utxo is one where the the number the amount of sats in that utxo is so small that the fee either eats up the whole thing or a significant portion. So like if you send a transaction and the minimum fee is one sat per byte or 10 sats per byte or whatever it is at that point, um, if that eats up like 60% of your transaction, then that's like, that's what dust is.
0: Yeah, it's uneconomical. It doesn't really make sense to even spend it. And so you have... This UTXO blow to lead, it could lead to like UTXO blow where you have all these UTXOs that really can't do anything, but they're taking up chain space or they're adding to data that, that uh, full nodes are having to store uh, continuously in the perpetuity. So that's like one big question. It's like how do we consolidate these dust UTXOs into larger UTXOs that can be spent economically in the future? Uh, just so you get economic activity and then uh, a, a more efficient UTXO set from a data perspective. Um, so I thought I had an epiphany there, but it really doesn't make sense. So again, rehash, uh, I, my argument was like, it would make sense for a pool to do a dust jubilee every once in a while, because you can make the argument that economically in the future, the, the ability to spend those consolidated UTXOs, uh, would lead to future fee revenue, uh, that, that would make economic sense. Like it, the trade-off of allowing, uh, consolidation for UTXOs to be spent in the future, make sense from an economic perspective. That only makes sense uh if the the mining pool or individual miner that does the jubilee uh is receiving the fee revenue from the, the which they can't guarantee. Yeah, you can't guarantee. So that's where that falls apart.
2: Because like in a so called dust jubilee, which we've never had, uh you only need only need one mining pool to go along with it. Like the mining pools each set their own parameters for what transactions they include in a block. Um, so you only need one mining pool to go at it, but there could be situations where like people pay like out of band fees. Yeah. So that was, that but was... that only works for people that have, like, if you're like an exchange, like we saw with Coinbase during the sustained high fee uh, market in 2017, which Appears that that was mostly an attack. It was mostly spam that was causing the fees to go up from the Bcash side. Um, Coinbase was in a situation at one point where they had, you know, a hundred thousand dust outputs that were like on the verge of being dust. And together they added up to a substantial amount of fucking Bitcoin. Like they could pay out a band to consolidate them all together and it would be economically reasonable for both them and the miner. But like, if you're just a, if you're just a humble pleb and you got, you know, a hundred dust UTXOs that add up to like 5 million sats, like you're shit out of luck. Like I don't think you can organize an out of band payment to make that happen.
0: Yes, so an out-of-band payment for, for you freaks who are unaware. You can, there's, I, th- I believe, Amp Pool enables this, and a few others. So you can literally go to a pool and say, "Hey, I want to get this transaction included in the block. I'll pay you like via credit card out of band, uh, so you'll get some revenue outside the block reward if you accept these. Or transactions. you can pay with them Bitcoin too. Yeah, you can do that as well. Um, and so that, like, all right, like going back to like Dust Jubilee, like. And that's the conclusion I came to, too. If it's actually going to happen, you probably need to do it out of band. And then, like, there's another game theory uh, war game to, like, think through, like, all right, who would be incentivized to do that? Maybe the people with the dust aren't, uh, don't have the capital to, to pay and incentivize a, a miner a mining pool to do it out of band. But would it make economic sense for large holders who care about the viability of the chain, and particularly the chain state, who want UTXO consolidation um, to, to prevent bloat at the I guess. At, at the blockchain like does not make sense for big economic actors to uh, I guess it would be a subsidy but uh, again is that trade-off worthwhile yeah. I, I
2: mean I think dust is going to become an issue and I don't think there's any clear answer here that's why I want to talk about um, it nobody really talks and, about it I, I mean I think like people are going to try and come up with answers like after it becomes a problem mm-hmm but I agree that it's always better to have open discussion about this kind of stuff before it becomes a problem. Yeah. Um, but like in a situation where we have widespread dust, it's also gonna be a situation where there's, you know, sustained high fees. Yeah. And that's gonna make it even more complicated, right? Because the miners are gonna be just cleaning up in transaction fees to try and convince them to, you know, do 10 or 20 blocks or 30 blocks uneconomically uh, could be untenable. Yeah. Yeah. And so
0: again, to another extrapolation on this dust conversation, so you freaks know, and if you listen to some of the conversations I have with John Carvalho in recent episodes, like, I hope everybody, like is, it. literally right now, as the, the way the protocol works, the way Bitcoin works and the way UTXOs work, it is literally impossible for every human on earth to, to own one UTXO. It's going to be a very small percentage.
2: Right, so, 8 billion UTXOs, that's what it would be. Yeah, which would make the chain
0: state so large that it, it would centralize the network and full nodes would not be able to operate um, in, in the way that they do now so this is something that does need to be solved. I think a lot of the core devs are thinking about it. I think, I believe Greg Maxwell is working on a covenant proposal that would help uh, individuals, own, like many individuals, have uh, ownership over one UTXO uh, and trying to do things like that. Um, yeah, these are Did the- you
2: see Art by Design in the comments saying he's going to go get a drink VRB? Does he want us like pause?
0: Yeah. All right. Let's wait for Art by Design.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, I think that's an unsolved problem. Like, I don't know... <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it's one of those things that like someone asked me, I think Ruzzo asked me uh, on the eve of El Salvador adopting Bitcoin as legal tender. He's like, is Bitcoin ready for this? And I was like, no. I was like, but Bitcoin was never going to be ready. You have to, push the way the Bitcoin works is like the limits get pushed and then we get prepared after the fact. You know, it needs that. It needs that distributed pressure to actually like force, uh, you know, improvements and yeah. Like Ty- we don't know where the stress points are until we hit the stress points. Ty, why the fuck are you laughing at us? Ty's loling at us. I don't. We- I think he's he's probably laughing that we said we were going to pause the show for art. <laughs> um,
0: the yeah is that, again like and we saw this with. With the like, the fees got high, like you mentioned, probably more due to a, a spam attack than than actual economic activity uh, in like twenty fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, uh, and that sort of forced the issue of SegWit um, getting adopted.
2: One thing that I think, uh, well, I think I mean, it's it's debatable what was the cause, right? Because SegWit getting adopted kind of was the reason for the spam attacks. But yeah, Segwit also helped... Because they wanted bigger blocks. <laughs> ...clear yeah. the mempool. But anyway, um, one interesting proposal, at least in the short term, that could work as like a maybe like a Band-Aid Plus, even better than a Band-Aid, is this idea of the Charming Cash uh, Lightning semi-custodial wallets, the federated custodial wallets, where you have basically a multi-sig custodian. And then within the wallet, within that custodial pool... You have privacy from the custodians in a Charming eCash model, and then you can interact with the Greater Lightning Network. So you could, presumably, if that proposal actually comes to fruition and it looks really promising, I mean, you could have a mobile Lightning wallet that someone can just load up with, you know, uh, a million Sats or even less, you know, a hundred thousand Sats. Not worry about dust. Pay the lowest fees possible because it's through Lightning. Um, have pretty good privacy guarantees, even better than on-chain privacy guarantees, uh, and interact with any other Lightning wallet and not even have to worry about that whole dust conversation. Um, and on that note, I'm having Eric Sirion on Dispatch on Tuesday. So oh, you if, beat that me concept, to it. if that concept interests you, uh, come join us. You beat me to it, Eric. I told you, remember who reached out to you
0: in July? Matt and I were... were- we're racing to get them on either tftc or citadel congrats on, on winning that race
2: well you told me that it's going to be like two years until we see a mobile app so we have plenty of time we have plenty of time to keep bringing him on yeah uh i'm can very, make him a routine guest
0: i'm very <laughs> excited for for miniment um i did not catch he was just supposed to he did a presentation adopting bitcoin this week too i did not catch that yet
2: very, i did not either
0: very much looking forward to going back and, and in looking at that presentation, I'm very excited for charming events on Bitcoin. I think they're going to be massive. As Matt described, they help uh, on the privacy, particularly with Lightning Network. There's been a trade-off on custody, but again, it's a federated model, so it's better than, than one centralized third party running those. And now we will officially go to Clark's dashboard. Kind um, of go pick up my kid, but I'll just pull the stream up on my phone to keep listening like a true freak. Thank you, Crypto Classic. Well,
2: I'm glad you're actually gonna listen to the stream in the car. Otherwise, we'd have to pause the whole thing for you.
0: Yeah. Hopefully your kid uh kid goes to school close because that could be a long wait. The current price of Bitcoin have had a bit of a dump this week, is fifty-seven thousand six hundred forty dollars. Oh God, of course, like the week after, I'm like, we're never going under a trillion. Of course, we're approaching around 1.09 trillion cuck bucks uh market cap. One cuck buck's gonna get you one thousand seven hundred thirty-five. Sats. uh, We are block height seven hundred ten thousand four hundred sixty nine. Nice. Almost nice. Almost eighty nine point nine percent of Bitcoin that will ever be mined have been mined. Right, eighty nine point eight nine. Eighteen million eight hundred seventy seven thousand eight hundred forty one point five Bitcoins have been mined to date. That will only ever. Even there, actually, is another fun fact for you, freaks. It will never actually be twenty one million Bitcoin. It'll be like just like a small. A uh, fraction below 21 million it's gonna be like 20 million or something like that bitcoin very close to 21 million but yeah not quite there
2: well just like the block subsidy never goes to zero it keeps having until
0: yeah um looking at chain no, security <laughs> the... and also
2: there's so many lost coins There are a shit ton of lost coins.
0: Around 4 million estimated. Uh, We had a difficulty adjustment last weekend between this rip and last week's rip that was an upward adjustment of 4.7%. Currently, blocks are coming in at 9 minutes and 43 seconds since that last retarget. We are 1,179 blocks away from the next one, which is estimated to be a 2.8% upwards adjustment on November 27th. So that is uh, next Sunday, I feel like we're
2: just going to have like constant like 2% 2 to 7% 7 difficulty adjustment ups for a while.
0: Yeah. Are we back at all-time highs in uh, difficulty? No,
2: but we're getting close.
0: Yeah, we're getting close. Uh, Samurai, uh, from a Bitcoin perspective, and US dollars perspective is a bit below its all-time highs currently has 4,156.04 bitcoins in unspent capacity. It's 200. Over
2: 4,000.
0: Over 4,000 still, but it has been higher. It's a 239.8 million cuck bucks. Ain't nothing
2: to laugh at though.
0: No, nothing to scoff at. Nothing to scoff at. Uh, Yeah, so that's Clark's dashboard.
2: If you want to donate to Clark, you can do that. I did it last week. I can't believe... uh... It's kind of fun that like people, like there are people panicking over a dump to like $57,000. Yeah. Yeah. Like I think Pierre said, maybe like it was like three years ago now, who the fuck knows? And I started reading Pierre's writing in in eight years ago, but I think it was like three years ago or something. He's like, one of the coolest aspects about Bitcoin is, in it throughout these like pump and correction cycles like you you hit a new price and then it normalizes the price and by the time you come back down um people just get immune to it it's like anchors the price like even the haters get anchored at it right like even the haters are like oh bitcoin failed because it's at you know like 58k like even they get anchored it's not even just the believers
0: yeah they're like, oh, look, it's crashing to fifty-seven thousand. It's like, yeah, you were bragging on us when it was crashing to twelve hundred too, like <laughs> five years ago. Uh, keep, keep hating, keep hating. Um, yeah, I guess this was to sell the news, or uh, was on it what even news. like a lot of people? Like, that, I had a, a few discussions about this last night. Apparently, a lot of people were saying like Taproot was going to be like a bullish. Uh, but we told catalyst. people ahead of time. Yeah. Um, I was not expecting it to to have any effect on the price.
2: And then we had we had our boys at Trinity like message us like saying that we were like wrong ish for saying like Taproot was going to take a while because Moon with two used was really quick to add Taproot, so he was chirping at us. Um, it was fantastic to see Moon add Taproot so quickly uh, for two reasons. Uh, the number one reason is their whole wallet setup depends on multi-sig. So you get immediate uh, privacy and fee cost, transaction fee benefits from switching to it. But also uh, because the coolest part about Moon is you can scan any QR code in Bitcoin and pay that QR code. And since they added Taproot about an hour after it activated, that remains consistent. It's like, it's still, it remains the only wallet where you, that I know of, where you can scan any QR code and it doesn't matter if it's a taproot address, a legacy address, a Segwit address, a lightning QR code, it'll pay it. Yeah. But that doesn't change my opinion that people that were expecting price pump, expecting immediate adoption, like you got to lower your fucking time preference. How many times do we have to say it?
0: Is this TFTPQ or the Up and Smoke tour?
2: Omar, you want to talk about how nicotine exists in cigars?
0: Uh, well, I think I deserve somewhat of an apology.
2: Okay? I don't think you deserve an apology for that. I come on. Did you see the okay. clip I posted? But yeah, I, I, jacked, I listened. They, I listened to the
0: clip. There is nicotine in here, but yes. like in cigarettes and other tobacco, they add nicotine. To to it up. They exactly. add additional so nicotine. I was right to where I said I thought nic- nicotine was no. an additive. It is an additive. You can add it.
2: You thought there was no nicotine in cigars, period.
0: Because I thought it was only an additive. I've only ever like You're uh, not
2: getting an apology. No like, apology. like a
0: half apology? Like you no were apology.
2: If we had bet on that, I would have won the bet.
0: I don't know about that. Because I'm correct, like nicotine is an added. We should have had
2: car ready to go, like play the tapes. <laughs> the freaks can go back and listen last week. You clearly thought there was no nicotine. What date did you tweet that, Marty? Uh, I tweeted out. So Ron White. Oh no, you don't have to play that clip. That clip just says that nicotine's added to cigarettes, like I additional. That, I did that two nights ago. If you can find
0: it. Cigarettes. Um, cigarettes. You don't have with to play bread. that clip.
2: It's an irrelevant clip. The TLDR is is Marty. Do you disagree with my TLDR of it?
0: No, but I think, come on, I think you guys were pouring on a little bit. Uh, I think I was directionally right. Uh, no, you were, and,
2: you were absolutely objectively <laughs> incorrect.
0: No, objectively, I was half incorrect. So I was like, oh, I thought it was just the additives, like they sprinkle more in, which is true. No. I just thought they didn't, yeah. You so. were
2: objectively incorrect. That's okay.
0: Okay. Enjoy Maybe. your nicotine. I am gonna enjoy my nicotine. It tastes good on a cigar because there's less of it. As Norwal has just said, they 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 favor um taste over yeah. over nicotine here.
2: Yeah, I'm trying to find it right now.
0: No, you don't have it's, to find a car. It's, there's gonna be a shit ton of content between now it's, and then. It's unnecessary. Actually, no, you got up top, top right media, top right block there. Uh, right under search Twitter, the top I mean, right.
2: you're just gonna watch Marty's boomer go ahead, go screenshot. Marty out of recorded. Marty recorded out of there. the out of video there. clip of his iPhone right below to it. record a see podcast. The, see the six clip. box. See the six audio. box media. Yeah.
0: Top right. This one. We, Marty, yes. this
2: is the most boomer screenshot ever. I'm surprised you didn't pull out the right, video right, camera right, right. and just film use? your phone. Uh,
0: you know, I, I started smoking cigars when I quit smoking cigarettes, so maybe 20 years ago.
1: You quit smoking cigarettes, but those little cigars you smoke, I think they're kind of cigarettes.
0: You're jacked with nicotine, and I didn't know that because <laughs> these aren't. There's more nicotine in one of these little things than there is in this whole thing. <laughs> really? Yeah. How is that they, possible? It's because they just jack them with nicotine. Nicotine can, is an additive. Is mean, it
1: add. To them? Sure the, do sure you do. smoke them like a cigarette or do you smoke them like a cigar I don't even know I mean
2: after, uh years yeah, yeah. So, uh, how
1: many, how many?
2: Yeah. I told I, you the clip was irrelevant Marty just accept personal responsibility that you were wrong on this one
0: I was half wrong I'll accept half a wrong there I'll accept half a wrong
2: and also that that fucking was the most boomer way to share a podcast clip
0: <laughs> I may or may not have been driving uh and just like i was driving uh listening to that i was like oh fuck they, yeah everybody piled on you know it was half right uh and half wrong i was half wrong. and
2: cheers to the freak who made the marty in a full newport,
0: <laughs> newport. Sweat meme that was hilarious yeah i'll never smoke menthols though. those are disgusting um when uh what was i gonna say i was gonna say something else you interrupted what what line of thinking was i going on we we're at the clark's dashboard
2: Oh, we were talking about taproot
0: taproot um moon wallet oh i was going to mention i don't think you have this on the list but it sounds like cash app's going to have um uh pay to taproot script functionality you're gonna be able to pay to taproot addresses from, yeah december one from cash App uh in a, in a couple of weeks here
2: yeah i mean i don't think that's news but okay
0: i, don't, I mean we're talking about wallets that are ready they're going to be ready yeah who else is going to be ready? well you know it's a disclaimer they're sponsor of the pod Um,
2: I didn't see this blog post. I just saw the tweet about it. Yeah. Um, There's actually a decent amount. It seems like there's a decent amount of exchange and brokers that have added. You know what it is, is like this in this round, other than seg, unlike Segwit, there's at least a few like competent exchanges and brokers that realize that if they're the first six to support it, then they get like additional publicity. They get additional PR out of it. But then I imagine it'll plateau a little bit.
0: Yeah, you're right? seeing it like, here with Cash App and Moon. It's working yeah, for them. Yeah, but they like
2: get out real quick and then after you you pass that initial point, it's going to be there's going to be uh you know, a huge it's going to it's going to take a while for the, the the other guys to catch up and actually implement it.
0: Yeah, TL, TL Conscious is asking in the comments about, is there any advantage to closing channels and starting PTLCs now? Like, it, I don't... Oh, I
2: scared the shit out of people. We see yeah, did. We you both did. Scared the shit out you of people. You scared the out. shit out
0: of people. I'm okay with slow rolling it. It's not... PTLCs <laughs> aren't even going to be ready, so don't like... Yeah, n- just listen to
2: Marty, slow roll it, and then when your channels are under the dust limit, you can try and close them then.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, I mean, it's going to take time. I don't think you could even open a PTLC via taproot and Schnorr right now. You can, do it you, with, like, you can do it with an extended ECDSA signature, but um, it's a little janky from what I understand.
2: I mean, look, if you have like under 20 channels or something, like you're fine. You can just deal with it in the future.
0: Yeah. I mean, if you want to, like,
2: and yeah. for people that are running like larger routing nodes that have a shit ton of channels that should be considering it.
0: That was actually that was actually one of the topics uh, at BitDevs last night, uh, Roast Beef Lalu from Lightning Labs. He actually wrote a very in-depth uh, email to the Lightning uh, mailing list that, that he proposed a, a few, uh, three avenues by which we may transition from HDLCs to PTLCs. I don't know if we can find that before we wrap up this show, but we'll try to link to that in the show notes. It, uh, it's if you're wondering uh, how to do that, don't take it from my school. I think Lalo has uh, better ideas on how a, a, a uh, s- smooth transition may go. Um, so we we'll have, we'll try to we have to Tyler
2: that. ghost in the comments asking how much, how much we make from our routing nodes. Like I lose money for my routing nodes. So don't do it for the money. If you're going to do it, do it to learn ideological reasons. Um, if you do make money, some people do you're gonna make very little, so yeah, I mean, don't, don't do it for the money, yeah,
0: I think at one at some point, we're starting to take this this operation more seriously, as you freaks can tell, uh maybe at some point we'll we'll hire like a professional node operator <laughs> to make profit out of it, but
2: uh, yeah, he'll well then he'll just his salary will eat the whole fucking thing anyway, <laughs> I think knows? over time, like long term like uh. More sustainable type fee market will develop, and you'll have um, different tools for routing node providers. And you already kind of see it starting to shape up, but the thing is, is if if you're running a sovereign private routing node through Tor only, you're at a major disadvantage compared to the corporations that are doing it um, that have it on a like a high quality a server in a server farm going out through clearnet. Um, So I'm talking specifically sovereign routing node in Tor or through Tor only, you know, you control the hardware. It's not in some server farm. It's not on AWS or some shit.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Be aware of that. And that was another thing too, like taproot does it help privacy at the lightning level. Uh, not inherently because you still have to do like public channel opens but Ben Carmen said there's there's ways to get around that. I believe Matt Carallo and Roast Beef had had a back and forth thread that were discussing that like how how can we ensure the tap root makes. Well, it could
2: help with private channels.
0: Yeah, there's certainly private channels. Um but when it comes to public channels, you do have
2: You're to- literally broadcasting the UTXO when you open the channels. so Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. So, um but like private channels can also get probed. Yes. So that's not foolproof. Um, these are... You know, this is just the beginning, freaks. It's just the very slowly. beginning. We it's going to take some time. It's going to take a lot of time. Um, Marty, did you see that while I was waiting for you, uh, while well, me and Carr were waiting for you, we were we were both waiting for you, um, Square released the white paper for their decentralized exchange. I did not see that. TB because uh, they're, they're being cute with a TBD.
0: <laughs> were, you, um, were you able to dive
2: into it at all? Not really. I barely looked at it. What's the What's the reception looking like? I didn't look at that at all. I was just chilling with Car. to be honest. Okay. Um, it seems like very high level right yeah. now. Um, and they want to make it as flexible as possible. So some people... They had an interesting concept in there where some people... Um, if you give up more information, Your so you're giving up it? more privacy and you're not using it as privately, uh, you'll probably end up with a lower price because it requires, uh, less trust I just in you. Then if you, and, and then if you, uh, if you try and use it in a more private fashion, you'll end up with a higher price. And they think there'll be like kind of decentralized market forces, free market forces, that will like kind of find a balance in like what the cost is, depending on how much private information you give. But they want to incorporate uh, decentralized ID DIDs. Um, yeah. So
0: I mean, I'm just going to read the abstract. interesting. I'm going to read the abstract for people who aren't watching and are listening at home. TBDEX is a protocol for discovering liquidity and exchanging assets such as Bitcoin, fiat money, real world go- real world goods, when the existence of social trust is an intractable element of managing transaction risk. The TBDex protocol facilitates the centralized networks to exchange between assets by providing a framework for establishing social trust, utilizing decentralized identity, DID, and verifiable credentials, VCs, to establish the provenance of identity in the real world. The protocol has no opinion on anonymity as a feature or consequence of transactions. Instead, it follows willing counterparts to neg- allows willing par- counterparts counterparties to negotiate and establish the minimum information acceptable for the exchange moreover it provides the infrastructure necessary to create an ubiquity of on-ramps and off-ramps directly between fiat and crypto financial systems without the need for centralized intermediaries and trust brokers this makes crypto assets and decentralized financial services more accessible to everyone i mean this is a pretty big pretty big deal for square to be coming out and supporting this right like,
2: oh 100 yeah
0: yeah. That's pretty massive. I mean, that abstract is very bullish. They can pull it
2: off. It seems like they're focused in the right places.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, Let's fucking yeah. go. That's pretty cool. It's time, freaks. It's time. Hold up a mirror to these uh these KYC AML policies and attack them straight on. Say, "Hey, we have the facilities and the technology and the ability to well, to build systems well, hand up
2: Hand up. What were we gonna say? I mean, I mean, they they could be they they could be applauded for this. Depends on how it's implemented or whatever. But this is this is KYC agnostic, right? So like you can be using it in a fully KYC cucked way, yeah. Or you could be using it in a more distributed private way. And it's like up to the market to decide how they want to use the protocol. But the protocol basically scales in both directions, so you can use it, you know, fully KYC as well, which is an interesting—it's an interesting aspect of it because you never—you never see from the ground up any of these kind of protocols or projects uh, try and tackle that. Basically, they always try and tackle the no KYC, completely private way, and then in some cases. Especially on Ethereum, like in Ethereum dexes, they get hit after the fact by regulators, and then they have to kind of like band-aid it on top, like uh, add add KYC after the fact. Yeah. Um, so this is like almost it's embracing that many parts of the world, many many users of the product, counterparties of the product that are on either side of the trade will want you know pretty stringent KYC, but also that there'll be users that won't. So it should be interesting to see how those play out side by side. Yeah, so it's like Uniswap almost, right?
0: What do you mean? I don't I don't Unis- see the similarities with Uniswap. I mean Uniswap has the open protocol, but they also like have the company that's implementing the protocol with KYC.
2: Right. That would be different than my understanding of this. Okay. So with that, with that, like Uniswap. The company is providing like a web interface to the protocol, and that web interface is centralized and is handling all the KYC data and whatnot and pre- preventing users from signing in. But with this, it's like on the protocol, the protocol allows the two people trading, the seller and the buyer, to exchange that private information if they so please, but it's not going through a centralized entity. Ah, okay, boss. So it's better better design.
0: It's, what it's I mean? different. It's a different yeah.
2: trade-off model. Yeah, But it's at its core, like Uniswap pretended they were never going to block any users. They were never going to block any assets. And then they added it after the fact. This is like embracing it from the get-go. Like the buyer and the seller are deciding the terms and the protocol should allow the buyer and the seller to do what they want to do. And that could be completely cucked or that can be completely private and there's gonna be a scale there with different shades of gray depending on what the buyer and the seller want to do with different market prices based on supply and demand. Yeah. yeah that's that's cool. my brief understanding. I like read through it in like seven minutes. Yeah. So we'll talk more about it as it as it goes.
0: Well, regardless, I wish the TB Dex team luck. I'm very excited to see what they bring to market. I don't know. More projects like this, please. Just I think push. they like
2: I think they gave themselves a self-administered uh, deadline to release the white paper today, as well. So they stuck true to that. I like deadlines.
0: I like deadlines. Forces forces people to act, baby. Forces people to act. Speaking of acting, the SEC's not acting on uh, allowing uh, the Vanek ETF to get through. Is Vanek ever going to happen, Garber? Like I, I feel bad for him, man. Yeah, I guess you see rejected. Well, this.
2: they have a futures ETF that went through, right? Was it Van X? Are you sure? If they haven't had one go through already, they're gonna have one go through. We were talking about this earlier. Like I am super bearish on a spot Bitcoin ETF happening. Like it's not a coincidence that after all these years, they finally allow a, a ETF and it's based on cash settled futures that are completely cucked. Uh, you know, the powers that be don't want us to see a spot ETF. And they have no good reason at this point. They just keep pretending they're protecting investors. But like, how can you be protecting investors if a spot ETF is strictly better?
0: Well, the reason uh, is custody. Than future's right? ETF. At least that's what they're saying. The reason is, is custody. They're not...
2: Yeah, what? it's like better to have a product that doesn't own any coin versus yeah. a product that claims to own coin that might not own it. Ridiculous.
0: Well, I think it's like, I don't even think it's like a rehypothecation thing. It's like they, they don't trust... These institutions to secure Bitcoin private keys correctly. Yeah, I guess I think that's the argument the SEC is making, when they're rejecting these spot ETFs.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, I, I think it's uh, you know it's easier to it, it's it's easier to suppress the price and fuck around with cash settled futures and and the powers that be are going to delay a spot Bitcoin ETF as long as possible. Is it? And I don't think that people should be buying an ETF period i think they should buy bitcoin directly and they should learn how to custody it themselves and use their own node over time you can start by buying it directly uh, but some people will demand these ETFs it's it's easier especially for the boomers and and you know the ultra wealthy and the institutions and if they do they should prefer a spot ETF um but they don't have that option available to them. So it's a shame. It's just a it's a perfect example of of the clown world bullshit. Clown world you baby. You know, burdensome regulation pretending to protect you, but really just hurts the individual. Yeah. And, uh, and there's like some really fucked up ETFs that are available. Like you can do like these like 3X short levered. Uh, SP, uh, you know, SPY trades of you're like shorting the S and P 500, and they like recalculate every day, so like you can't hold them long term. Like super gambling bullshit that they allow, but they won't allow this. You know, yeah. it's always been a emperor has no clothes kind of thing. Yeah. Again, we'll say it again and
0: again and again. BTC is the ETF. Stack UTXOs not. I think that's coins. diminishing
2: Bitcoin, but I I appreciate the sentiment. It's not a minute. I mean, it's just I mean, B- B- BTC like, is better than any ETF that's ever existed. Yes. Yeah. I mean. It is superior to the spot why ETF. Why an ETF when ETF? you can own BTC? Like,
0: well, like it is an ETF. Was an ETF supposed to be an index that tracks the price? Like Bitcoin, BTC. It's like an
2: exchange traded fund. The, yeah. It,
0: it ETFs
2: tracks. inherently have a third party cucking you. Yeah. There's never been an ETF without a trusted third party. Bitcoin doesn't have a trusted third party, you can hold it yourself. It's your own money. Like it is so much superior than any, like we're diminishing. I understand the meme factor of BTC as the real ETF, but fuck that. Like Bitcoin is way better than any ETF that's ever existed.
0: BTC is better than the ETF.
2: Yeah, that's the meme. Take that,
0: run with it. Lack of spot ETF just punishes the rich or forces them to go self-custody. Good luck. Uh, next on the list, a little perky story here out of Perth, Australia. My, uh, my college roommate, shout out Jack, he actually went and lived in Perth for like three years. Big fan of Perth. and From what I understand, Perth, uh, despite how uh, draconian and dystopian Australia... Has turned into it is again an open air prison, and it's how it was founded. And it seems <laughs> to have, have traveled back to its roots. From what I understand, Perth's been pretty base throughout all this in Western Australia, and, and it, it, if their baseball team's indicative of the culture of the city, uh, it is pretty base. Perth Heat are operating on a per- Bitcoin standard now. Uh, it's become the first pro baseball club to power Bitcoin payments and payouts to players and staff using the Lightning Network. So this is a pretty pretty massive. I actually have them in the DMs. Stefan had them on their, po- uh, Stefan Lavera podcast earlier Stefan Lavera. <laughs> uh, uh, we're going to get them on TFTC too to talk about this. Yeah. I,
2: um, I mean, these guys went full Bitcoin standard. They're receiving money in Bitcoin uh, from advertisers. They're paying uh, players in Bitcoin. You can buy merch. You can buy tickets in Bitcoin. They're gonna hold a treasury balance in Bitcoin. They're actually gonna hold Bitcoin on the balance sheet. They changed their uniforms to incorporate the Bitcoin logo. They have a new webpage, Bitcoin Perth Baseball. Uh, Like they might've actually changed their team name to incorporate Bitcoin. Like they're going full out on Bitcoin. Uh, And it's like absolutely amazing to me because, you know, Australia is not known for their baseball. Like I've never given a shit about an Australian baseball team. But meanwhile, I am super excited about this. Uh, and like crypto.com spent $700 million for naming rights over the next 20 years of one of the most iconic arenas in the world, the Staples Center, uh, where the Lakers play and the Clippers play um, in L.A. And I'm more excited about this than I am about that. You know, so I would love to see, you know, would more hope so. teams make this move.
0: Yeah, it's going to be I, I'm always going to call it the Staples Center. It's like but That's to re- so funny because, like, it's like when they need rename like, the Sears fuck- Tower to the Willis Tower. Like, I'll always call it the Sears Tower. Yeah, but like,
2: fuck Sears and fuck Staples. They're like the worst <laughs> businesses ever. Like, it's hilarious well, it makes how that sense. like becomes a thing.
0: It makes sense. I mean, they're both out of business. I don't Staples probably not yet, but probably. But like, do not, you think like close from the grave?
2: You think in like ten years when Crypto.com goes out of business, <laughs> the rug pull center. Um, yeah, that's great. And like someone else names the arena, there's going to be like kids that are like, I'm always going to call it the crypto.com arena. Like, well, (laughs) I have no allegiance to Staples as a brand. I have no allegiance to Sears as a brand, but here I am feeling like my boomer nostalgia where I'm like, oh, it's always going to be the Staples Center.
0: We had this happen uh, in Philly. If you grew up in Philly, a lot of the cons that you go to are actually in Camden uh, in this big outdoor venue. It started as the Tweeter Center. I still call it the the Tweeter Center to this day, but it's had like five names tweeter center susquehanna bank center and it's like something else now um but i'll always call it the tweeter center yeah boomer uncle marty's just gonna shea
2: stadium will always be shea stadium yeah yankee stadium will always be yankee stadium oh wait they never sold out (laughs) yeah well they're the yankees they don't have to (laughs)
0: that's uh,
2: no one has to sell out none of these teams have to sell out. you think the fucking you think the lakers need to sell their arena rights they don't have to it's just like peak fiat bullshit that these guys like all they, they can't handle like leaving some money at the table and they all sell out their fucking sports team sports arenas names. Yeah.
0: It's just shit. Like crypto.com. Like that's a big brand. Like people actually got like crypto FTX, crypto.com, Coinbase, they're buying up a lot of real estate in the in the marketing sector. And I guess that's a good question. Like, do we need the uh, strikes of the world, cash apps, rivers, like get on their level, unchained, um, wallet providers. Like, or they gonna need to develop marketing war chests to compete. Or, like, does does this does this uh, the stadium naming sort of throw the public in the wrong direction? And should we combat that? Or does it is? Well, to how many
2: matter? people texted you the crypto dot com news? Quite a few. My mom. My mom. So many anyway. people. Yeah. And they like were congratulating me.
1: <laughs>
2: they were like, Matt, you made it. Look, like fuck staples. Staples is replaced. I was like, no, no, no. Twenty years. This is miserable. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. Um TFTC curling arena. We're not big in Canada. So not <laughs> no time soon.
2: There's but it's like cheap entry point.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, hey, what do you think? Do you think uh the only only brands he's a
2: i think i think fuck the naming whatever like if ftx wants to have the ftx arena crypto.com wants to have the arena like yes it'll make me cringe even more when i'm watching sports um it's already like you know like sports especially after 2020 like became more of like a bread and circuses type of thing to me as well same so like i was already like kind of disillusioned about it um the nba specifically think- too As hyper Bitcoinization continues, like we're going to have a lot of Bitcoin owners that are going to own clubs, they're going to own teams, they're going to own F1, F1 teams, they're going to own, you know, baseball teams, they're going to own basketball teams, and they're not going to fucking sell out their naming rights for fucking bullshit. Like they're not going to have their fucking arena named Twizzlers Arena or whatever. (laughs) No. It gets fucking ridiculous. What is your arena gonna be named? Mat Citadel
0: Arena? <laughs>
2: no, no, that's even <laughs> that, that's even worse. Like you name it <laughs> after yourself. is like that's so bad. You're better off just selling it to crypto.com at that point.
0: Yeah. Mine's
2: just gonna be the arena. It's gonna be The say, arena. You're gonna yeah. like the, We're going garden. To the arena. We're going to the arena. The SAT station. I don't know. Uh, I need to. I need to work. Stop, work the Dome. That's a good <laughs> the Fostom. <laughs> there you go. I've already named it.
0: Uh, yeah. So that's happening. I'm, I'm sure we'll see more of this. Um, it'll be interesting to see the Super Bowl commercials this year. How many over under three crypto related Super Bowl? Well, commercials. Brady and
2: FTX are already one. They're already doing one. They have <laughs> admitted it. That's Crypto.com, one. if they're spending... Crypto.com spent $700 million on this and they spent $100 million on F1. Um, and, and $100 million on F1 was for one season, I believe, of F1. Hat. That's a hefty uh, price The $700 anyway. is over 20 years, which still doesn't really lower the cost that much.
0: Yeah, it shows the prestige of, of F1. It's, you'd figure the NBA would be more...
2: Well, so with F1, they like sponsored the league. So every F1 race, there's like a crypto.com corner. Mm -hmm. And it just says crypto.com, crypto.com, crypto.com all over. Yeah. All right. Enough crypto.com. Don't don't use that site, freaks. Don't give them
0: clicks. Um, They also
2: have their own shit coin. So it's like worse than just a regular.
0: Yeah. And they got like the, (laughs) they were like the second one to get like the. The symbol behind it after Bitcoin, right? Because they paid for it. Because they
2: paid for it, but Bitcoin yeah. didn't pay for it.
0: No, it didn't. Because Bitcoin can't pay for it. There is no leader
2: of Bitcoin. I don't think I'll ever own a sports team.
0: No. Nobody would like to own a lacrosse. Lacrosse is going to overtake football one day and basketball.
2: I would own an F1 team.
0: Okay, I can get down with that. If
2: I was gonna, if I was gonna own a a racing team, would be cool. I'll
0: go in on a racing
2: team with you. Yeah, post. But it would also be cool. Like, I'm really hoping just like my friends own teams. Like, I feel like it's like a boat. You know, like the best the, the best team you can own is your friends team.
0: Yeah, you don't even own it. You're just like, hey, you want to come? Yeah, just go to the owners box. Just don't
2: fucking worry about it.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, that was that was talking sports ball and TFTC. Next, we got uh <laughs> <laughs> Next, we got a. Uh, uh, I dropped an episode, a second episode in a month with John Carvalho earlier this week, and that was because he, uh, in conjunction with Tether and the Bitfinex team, announced the, the launch of Synonym, a company that John and team have been working on in stealth mode for almost two years. Uh, they announced it at the Adopting Bitcoin uh, conference this week, uh, and they're looking
2: to bring uh, in El Salvador.
0: To, in El Salvador, what'd I say?
2: No, you just said adopting Bitcoin. Um, yeah. And there I just a, thought it was, it's of note that it's in El Salvador. There's two conferences going on in El Salvador right now. Yeah. Adopting Bitcoin and Libic Conf.
0: Yeah. And so they're trying to
2: create primitives and coding, uh, excuse me, uh,
0: code libraries and, and ways to to leverage Lightning Network specifically to create things like tokens and I, do some unique things with private public key pairs and identity and all that
2: stuff. So I haven't listened to you and John's episode yet. I've read the website. It's a Tether subsidiary. First of all, congratulations to John to finally having the public launch. I know he's been building up to it for a while. It seems to me the main goal of this company is to get Tether and other tokens on Lightning. Would you agree with that?
0: I think it's certainly, I don't know if it's their main goal, but I think it's their top priority at the moment to get some product
2: market fit. Um, Yes. The single main goal of the company is to get Tether onto Lightning Network, and along with that, other tokens like NFTs and any other token you can think of.
0: Well, gift cards. If you go listen to um to the episode, there's some gift card talk in there as well.
2: Well, gift cards are just tokens. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. But like that—that's what it is. Which is, you know, there's there's utility in Tether. People use Tether all the time. If, if we had Tether on the Lightning Network that would be massive to people who, who, who need access to black market dollars. Um, so there's like clear product market fit there because people love Tether. Um, Tether obviously already has, you know, massive third party risk that if, cause they're like breaking us regulations. So if they get shut down, you lose all your money. Um, but they've lasted way longer than I've ever expected. Uh, they've somehow been nimble enough to avoid us regulators.
0: We seem to be playing nice and with the regulators right now, like they're giving monthly audits or quarterly audits. That
2: Yeah, but they're still allowing dollars without KYC. Yeah. This is, so, we're not I mean, endorsing like Tether. We never, we've never but... endorsed Tether. We're not endorsing Tether. I'm not endorsing Tether. Yeah, I'm just... But that's the point of this company. Literally, this company was funded to get Tether on Lightning Network because it's a massive opportunity to get Tether on Lightning Network. And then everything else afterwards is gravy.
0: Uh, well, I think there's more to it. I mean, again, you should go listen to the conversation with John because it, it ties in identity and, and just the way creating webs of trust and creating conditions for interacting with certain um, like, applications that could be native to your friend group or something like that. Uh, it's trying to bring like a robust distributed um uh, identity and ec- ec- I just economic feel like you're system. reading the marketing
2: deck
1: ha!
0: this is the way I this is the way I understand it um, after all this it's to get,
2: like the two main is like Tether and NFTs you get like Tether and NFTs onto Lightning there's massive product market fit for it regardless of my personal views of Tether and NFTs there's a massive product market fit for that and that is the main purpose of the company and that's why Tether and Bitfinex were willing to put in a decent amount of money to make it happen. And everything else on top of that, all the other Lightning services, functionality they might be able to incorporate in the future is just gravy. The The key, the key goal of this company is to get Tether and other tokens including NFTs on the Lightning network.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, so we'll see. Synonym
0: is launched. They're, they're launching... That's uh,
2: synonym.2, if you T-O, want
0: to check out the website. T-O, 2, T-O. Um, yeah, I believe they have some libraries, some open source libraries available if people want to start go building. Doesn't Liquid do that already? Yes, uh, different model.
2: No one uses Liquid.
0: Uh, some people use it.
2: Who, who uses Liquid?
0: Uh, there was a... F- Wall Street Bets is making like a stock, a uh, synthetic <laughs> stock exchange on Liquid.
2: I believe I saw that. I use the beefsteak index. There was a single person that paid for Austin beefsteak in Liquid. Yeah, no, there's not many Bitcoiners. I know they use it outside of Blockstream folks. Um the beefsteak index tells you. It hmm. was down for a day and a half when I was in I was, I was when I was at the HRF event in Miami and like there wasn't a single person complaining on Twitter. <laughs> no one was like no one was freaking out. Maybe it just you can go a- to Liquid. If you go to liquid.network it's it's uh, the mempool space in- instance of Liquid. And like, if you send a transaction on Liquid while you're watching it, you're the only one in the block. <laughs>
0: <laughs> just literally, just you. Hey, hey, it's there. Maybe it hasn't found its product market fit. Maybe people haven't figured out how to use yeah, like, it. Like zero transactions. Car. Can you make
2: that big car? Can you make it big? F- fuck our faces. Get rid of our faces. Just make the whole. <laughs>
0: Don't fuck our faces, please. I don't want to have my face fucked. <laughs> look,
2: look how empty it is. <laughs> look how empty it is. It's fucking ridiculous. And I, now did, scroll right. Scroll through the past blocks.
0: Is that like a coin? Empty, is that a coinbase? Could that be a coinbase transaction
2: too? Yeah, the only transaction is the Coinbase transaction. Do, do, they goes have the coin, block. do they have Coinbase transactions? That one has two. Oh, three. that one has three. Wow, three X the transactions in that block. It's worth it. I will be, give the caveat that it's uh they're one minute blocks, right? So they average in one minute, a block every minute. So obviously there'd be less transactions in each block, but still that's pretty bad. Yeah.
0: Hey, it's there. It's working. Maybe somebody will find use for it. It doesn't seem like many people are using the synthetic stock exchange that the wall street bets people are building.
2: So we have Tyler asking, will the mini mint stuff be on liquid? Now the whole point of the Minimint stuff is to kind of bring the federated model that Liquid uses, but put it within a custodial wallet on Lightning so that you're able to interact with the greater Lightning network without having to worry about swapping between the two networks, because you can send and receive from Lightning. So the, the one of the key things here is basically moving that federated model of Liquid in, into a custodial Lightning wallet environment so it can just interact directly. Because right now, one of the biggest friction points of using Liquid is you either have to peg into Liquid, which is permissionless, or you have to use a centralized third party to swap into Liquid, like if you were trading for a shitcoin to go from Bitcoin to Liquid Bitcoin, and then you have to swap back out. Uh, So you have to move between the two chains because they're distinct chains. But if you put a federated environment within a custodial wallet, you add some Chami and eCash on top of it for privacy, then you're able to interact with the Greater Lightning Network. Every single Lightning wallet is Operable with it and without having to deal with those swaps in between. So could you implement Chami Cash on Liquid? Probably. Yes. I, I yeah. But you know, you know, maybe if they implemented it there first, they'd actually get some users. But uh, but would you even it need it?
0: They have confidential transactions. Like why would you do that when you have confidential transactions?
2: Well, so confidential transactions are like kind of a step below charming cash in really? terms of privacy. Charmin eCash has custodial risk, which is reduced by the federation element that Eric Sirion added to Charmin eCash, but it has better privacy guarantees than confidential transactions. Confidential transactions blinds the amount and the asset. So you don't know if you're sending an NFT on liquid or Tether on liquid or Bitcoin on liquid and you don't know the amount, but you know the sender and the receiver. Um, I would like to see, and I've been saying this for a while and I got, I've gotten called a shit for it, That I would like to see like a coin join implementations on liquid because with coin join on liquid, you don't have to have equal amounts because the amount is blinded. That's the key thing. Confidential transactions does, but I'm 99% sure that the different federated federation members of liquid are scared shitless that if they add like a privacy tool to liquid, they will get hit by regulators because they're known entities running the network. Fat if's gonna come. Wait, is it
0: confidential transactions yeah. isn't enough? Like that's not enough to get the regulators on them.
2: Well, no, no. I mean, if if you have confidential transactions and nobody uses it, like does it really matter?
0: Well, yeah, like why would anybody use the CoinJoin if they're not using confidential transactions? Yeah. <sighs> that was enough liquid talk for today.
2: I'm it doesn't matter. All this is bullshit because everyone's just gonna use stacks.
0: <laughs> our, our stack show of the week from Matt O'Dell <laughs> he's getting paid under the table light no, him up in the that. comments freaks I'm fucking with you fuck
2: that nobody uses stacks fuck like that shit
0: no I'm fucking <laughs> with you I'm, I'm hopeful for Liquid I think I think it maybe it's just like a little too early and, and people will find use cases for it in the future I don't mind the it, it, you're upfront with the the uh, the centralization trade off with the federation and I think it could it seems like it enables cool
2: things, but we'll see. Matt is in the stacks pack. <laughs> I'm looking forward uh, uh, to that getting taken out of context. On to some of our favorite topics. I mean on uh, Friday, if you don't get yourself involved with some extra drama <laughs> going into the weekend.
0: Uh, on to some of our favorite topics here, which is uh, Bitcoin and regulations. Uh, Senators Wyden and Lummis submit a bill to restrict Bitcoin tax reporting rules in the infrastructure bill. uh, And uh, piggybacking on that, uh, Senator Cruz, which I prefer, uh, he submits a bill to repeal the Bitcoin portion of the infrastructure bill um, outright. So Senator Wyden and Lummis, they want more clarification and and more uh, clearly defined definitions of the language in the bill. Uh, And Ted Cruz just wants to scrap any mention of bitcoin and cryptocurrency in the bill uh, i prefer the latter um, but i'm happy both efforts are being made
2: um i mean obviously i just prefer no regulation period yes um i do feel like the cruise one is more of a uh, publicity stunt yes and that's never going to happen and the the wide and lammis one is actually possible probably also never gonna happen, but more more practical, right? Like it's more gamesmanship.
0: Yes. Yeah. Um, so here's what they say. Our bill makes clear that the new reporting requirements do not apply to individuals developing blockchain technology and wallets. So they're trying to uh, save the developers here um, who in, uh, there's mm-hmm. vague definitions. And some people think that developers can get thrown under the bus if the bill is, is passed mm-hmm. and amended as written. Uh, and and so with the infrastructure bill, nothing goes live until like 2023 but Um, we talked
2: about this I mean like where if you send a bitcoin transaction you need to like KYC
0: 1099 all that bullshit
2: yeah like you have to have like the name of the firstborn child and like a blood sample (laughs) fortunately TV decks will allow you to easily transfer that information between each other if if you so desire yeah yeah
0: how do we miss speaking of blood of the firstborn? Do you not have the Hillary <laughs> thing on the uh, <laughs> no? While,
2: while I was waiting for you, Car was me and Car were practicing playing videos through. All right, let's play uh, uh, live. And I didn't think the first thing we were going to do was your boomer video screenshot of the Joe Rogan episode. <laughs> um, but yeah, let's play Car, let's play the Hillary clip. And then one more area that I hope nation states start paying greater attention to is the rise of cryptocurrency because what looks like uh, a very interesting and and somewhat exotic uh, effort to uh, literally mine uh, new coins in order
1: to trade with them has the potential for undermining uh, currencies for undermining the uh, uh, role of the dollar as the reserve currency for destabilizing nations, perhaps starting with small ones, but going much larger. So when we think about
2: this new environment in which we find ourselves, that we've been discussing for the last
1: uh, some minutes, um, we can't just think about nation states.
0: All right. So this this video is something Matt clipped, and on the tweet you, you put the equivalent of blaming lifeboats for the Titanic sinking rather than the ship designers or crew. So I couldn't put it. More succinctly, yeah. So Hillary Clinton's trying to add Bitcoin to her kill list, uh, it seems. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I don't know if it's going to be, but this may be the only thing she can't kill. And, uh, the, uh, yeah, I mean, they, I, I tweeted this out a couple weeks ago when some, some think tanker came out and was like, Bitcoin's destabilizing the dollar. It's like, it, it, like you said, it's the exact opposite. They're blaming the lifeboats when the design of the dollar, the Titanic, the analogy is the dollar uh, and, and the way it works is the reason bitcoin exists i mean you go back through satoshi's email specifically and he's like i designed bitcoin because you cannot trust the central authorities not to debase the currency and to prevent other people from receiving and sending money like i i created this because these inherent problems exist in the traditional system in the dollar reserve system but they're they're warming up. The Bitcoin is destabilizing currencies, and in, in the U.S. dollar's yeah, reserve status, all this and it's in the bullpen. And it's funny, like, well, let's dissect. Like one thing she said too, which is the complete opposite of what she said. It can destabilize smaller nations. It's actually like what we're seeing in El Salvador, what we've seen in Venezuela, in Argentina. It's not necessarily stabling those nations, but it's helping bring stability to some individual lives within those nations who are, are living in the very unstable environment. Um, So that that was some,
1: that
2: was
0: some projection there from her.
2: I mean, I think in general, uh, we expect weaker currencies to fail before the U S dollar does because the U S dollar has reserve currency status. Yes. Um, And those countries don't have the benefit of borrowing in their own shitty money. Um, So like, There is maybe something there that, you know, if you have a shitty currency and you have the completely shitty currency and you're a small currency, uh, both the the US dollar and Bitcoin provide an exit ramp that will speed up the effects as opposed to something like the United States, right? Where it'll be maybe a little bit slower that it happens. Um, I do think uh, that, and I've thought for a long time that when all this shit really hits the fan, you know we're going to be one of the main targets and most like people and you? will just
0: we're just bitcoiners no
2: bitcoiners well especially public bitcoiners but like bitcoiners are going to be some of the main targets and we're going to be easy scapegoats like half of the country already hates rich people um you know there aren't that many bitcoiners uh and it's just like i you watch 2020 happen and just people getting gaslit left and right that were like small business owners, like respected people, in the community, like firemen, like nurses, you know, like we don't have a leg to stand on. Like as a big corner compared to like fucking nurses um, and like nurses are getting their lives destroyed right now if they don't fucking comply. Uh, so I think we are going to be a target. I will say that ever since Hillary lost the election, uh, I have been very outspoken that she was always the massive enemy to Bitcoin and that we really lucked out that she lost that election. Like getting those four years where she wasn't in office was fucking massive. And this is a perfect example of that. And last but not least, this is the single best advertisement for Bitcoin I've ever seen. Yes. And so this legitimization.
0: Yeah. And like this, so this is the theme right now. When I was at the oil and gas conference on the panel, somebody asked, um, and asked me, like, oh, well, the US dollar is the reserve currency. Like, what are you doing, like, actively, like, destabilizing, attacking the dollar? And I had, again, so just so any, any of you freaks listening to this that's going to be asked at Thanksgiving, you're going to have your, your aunt, who was a, a large Hillary supporter, saying, like, I heard Hillary says it's going to destabilize the dollar. <laughs> like, what about that? You say, no, like, from first principles, Bitcoin was created because the dollar is inherently unstable. Uh, like, it, it is a solution to the instability of the dollar, it's not causing it. You're getting your cause and effect backwards, Aunt Aunt Susan. Okay, and so is Hillary. Uh, and then you lean into it like <laughs> yeah, this meme. This <laughs> this meme describes it perfectly. It's the bike riding meme. The dude puts a stick in the spoke, uh, <laughs> increases the money supply it's by forty percent in a single year. Bitcoin is destabilizing the U.S. dollar. <laughs> uh, and then again, like everybody's like, it's anti-American. It's 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 anti-America. And, you, and I think what Bitcoiners. Specifically over the last two years, has done a really good job uh, highlighting that Bitcoin is uh, uh, probably the most true to American ideals out of anything that exists on the planet right now. It is the greatest extension of natural rights. It's even greater than the Bill of Rights. Uh, It's the greatest extension of natural rights since the Bill of Rights, and it far exceeds the Bill of Rights in, in the way it preserves uh your your property rights and your freedom of speech in the form of communicating via via monetary value and it allows anybody to participate like it it is open source you can download the code you can audit it you can verify it and that's like the weird thing again going back to projection all these people who are very close to the teat of the monetary system and the incumbent power structure are trying to project onto the world uh, like their their flaws like they are very destabilizing. They are not free and open. they do not allow you to audit them. They do not uh, allow you to have any say. They, they pretend that you have to say with your vote. but we all know that's all bullshit at the end of the day. Um, and again, this is a huge gaslighting projection. Campaign that's starting to warm up, and it's only going to get more aggressive from here. So it's important that we get out in front of this. That's why I'm very happy that we still have independent media. Thank you, YouTube, for keeping us on. Maybe the Hillary uh, kill list comments. Thank you,
2: BitcoinTV.com. Thank you, BitcoinTV.com
0: as well. Um, uh, I,
2: I, that's hilarious. Is your aunt the one as well? Because I have an aunt, and apparently, Mike CRV also has the aunt, has the aunt. Oh, I've got many aunts. Yeah, is it aunt or aunt?
0: Aunt, aunt. It depends on what part of the country you're in. Aunt. Um,
2: I think I say aunt. I might I, say aunt. I say aunt. Aunt.
0: I think I'd I say aunt. aunt. But I, I, that's very northeast, from what I understand. Uh, what aunt? I, no, aunt is very northeast. So I'm, I'm trying to. I think I say aunt. D- Daria said aunt I just aunt said too.
2: aunt though, so you know who the fuck knows.
0: I say hey, what's up, Aunt Nancy? I think that's what I'll say. Hey, Aunt Nancy, if you're watching, I doubt you are. What's up?
2: Classic Marty just doxes
0: his aunt. How do you know, Auntie? Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Again, point is they're warming this narrative up in the the bullpen. This is it's. I'm seeing it more and more in the press. It's been energy fud, and so they're going to combine the energy fud with the destabilization of the currency fud, uh, and they're going to they're going to engage in a full on frontal attack from the narrative perspective on Bitcoin. It's destroying the environment. It's destroying the dollar. Um, but we're here to help educate and get the information out there that this is nothing could be further from the truth. I think Bitcoin is the lifeboat. Uh, thank God we have Bitcoin. Without it, these policies that are inherently destabilizing to these currencies would still be going on and we would not have any alternative. Maybe gold would be the only one, but that would be a very shit alternative in today's day and age. So thank God we have Bitcoin. Don't let these people control the narrative, get out in front of them hold up a mirror to them, call out their hypocrisy, and explain to everybody these people are projecting their flaws onto Bitcoin.
2: You heard it here first, freaks. Bring a mirror to Thanksgiving dinner.
0: <laughs> Susan. And Susan...
2: Tell them, tell them Marty from Tales in the Crypt sent you.
0: <laughs> you know, we're going to get like a fucking video of some freak. That'd Thanksgiving be great. We dinner. should sell
2: branded... Brand, <laughs> branded <laughs> Tales of the Crypt uh, mirrors. Just merge, add to the merge. Yeah, yeah. Um, you just pull it out, and like, not only do they see themselves, but it also says subscribe to Tales from the Crypt on the top.
0: Yeah, these are my tips for a fun thing. You know what? This Thanksgiving, we're going after the family. We're going we're unabashed. Hey, this is here. That's another thing I did on this panel today. I went to these oil, like big dick oil and gas executives. I was like, whether you agree with me or not, whether you recognize it or not, it's happening you can get on or get left behind. It's like, I don't care. It was like a Satoshi to Dan Larimer. Like, if you don't get it, I don't have time to explain it to you. It's happening. You need to get on the boat or uh, stay on the Titanic, okay? Uh, and I think inducing that kind of FOMO and having the confidence to be like, it, it is happening. Like I, I'm at that point now. I'm eight years into my Bitcoin journey. Bitcoin's 13 years into its journey. It's not going away. It's like, you like when. do not argue with these people. Just be like, hey, you don't have to believe me. You don't have to believe in Bitcoin, but it's happening. Uh, well, this will be a
2: good Thanksgiving.
0: It's going to be a great one. I'm ready. This
2: Thanksgiving, like, there'll be more arguments over, like, vaccine mandates and shit than there will be over Bitcoin. I think the, <sighs> the, 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 hard, the hard Thanksgivings are when you've shielded everything. Like, if you think about it, if you've shielded every Thanksgiving, like, 2015, Thanksgiving was pretty tough. 2016, Thanksgiving was pretty tough. 2018, Thanksgiving. Tough. 2019, Thanksgiving. Like those were the tough ones, right? Because we were down like 80% and you shielded the year before uh, and all the years before that as well. Like sitting at 60K or wherever we dumped to uh, before Thanksgiving to complete my jinx uh, will not. Uh, like I think all my family now at this point, like, they know Matt was right. Like there's no uh I don't have to convince them.
0: <laughs> we are the iceberg. Car's cracking up. Like Crv, you got you got car dying over I don't think he's gonna be able to make it through the stream.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we are not the iceberg. Don't You're let not. don't don't let them pigeonhole us as the iceberg.
0: To wrap this up, uh this particular theme of we the, are episode, the lifeboats. Uh, the IRS uh, sees crypto seizures worth billions of dollars next year. Uh, tax agencies $3.5 billion in the past fiscal year. Infrastructure this year, law. they sees
2: three and a half bill. So the infrastructure
0: law gives the IRS more sight into crypto trading. So if you're trading, it's probably a wise decision to... You did not even need this for it to be wise. a wise decision to stop. But if you ever need more incentive, well, no, this is probably... I mean, the
2: only ones role. paying taxes on their trading are the ones that made profit.
0: Yeah. Which is everybody, everybody's winning these days. <laughs> no. Don't trade. But okay. Uh, yeah. Don't trade just stack sets. Um, so be aware of that. I you know, obviously. I'm just saying, like,
2: that's like a common, like I it's just it's just a thing that is just like like you pay taxes on your profits. So
0: Yeah. yeah. Um just stack sats and hold, and you don't have to pay any taxes.
2: Yeah, most people who trade are losing money though, so
0: yeah. Um On the shout outs. And uh, And like,
2: I imagine like, I've never tried. I've just like taken my lessons like a man when I was a young big corner and I lost money uh, trying to trade. Like, I don't think like if, like if you go, if you go to the IRS, you're like, Oh, I lost this money on like fucking Shiba Inu or some fucking shit coin. Like they're not going to accept your losses. They only take, they'll only take your gains. They won't take your losses in this
1: fucking space.
0: Yeah. Yeah um bwin twenty four twenty four. hey thank you for freak. commenting hey we love you too <laughs> speaking of freaks we've got a shout out and of course uh the shout out wanted to be a timely one uh last week this freak guy it was not on our, our fault he, he sent it while we were live and uh i didn't didn't make it to my to my desk um here it goes hello gentlemen Glad to see Carr on the team. Matt and Marty, thanks for cultivating this community and sharing your knowledge. I write you from my hometown of Jackson, Mississippi, where we have struggled to get past Grant and Sherman burning our benevolent city to the ground, not once but twice during the War of Southern Independence in the year of our Lord, 1863. In modern times, Mississippi is the nation's biggest welfare state, most obese state, least literate state, and has the most babies born out of wedlock. However, I believe Mississippians are a resilient, anti-fragile people, and we stand ready for the, this peaceful monetary revolution. This brings me to the main point. Our first Jackson-Mississippi Bitcoin meetup is next Thursday, November 18th. This is the last night. That was right? yesterday. At 5.15 at District Sliders and <laughs> Brew in Historic Belhaven. This on is the, the second time we've done this shit, Marty. Well, no, this is their fault. And they admitted it on Twitter today. You can find the tweet. There's tweet receipts. Um Find us on the Meetup app at J X N Miss M I S S Bitcoiners, and join us Thursday, November eighteenth at five fifteen at District Sliders and Brew in Historic Bellhaven. Sole Deo Gloria, Mississippi. None of this
2: Matt. matters,
0: Mississippi Matt. Soli Deo Gloria. Uh, uh, the sun. The, the only. I mean, gl- you're
2: literally reading something that is outdated now.
0: I know, but I'm trying to get this Latin phrase Sole Deo Gloria. Show it like, to
2: Carr. Maybe Carr can read.
0: The <laughs> this, uh, Soli dia gloria. I mean as Latin or well, anyway. It's something that the glory of God. Um,
2: cheers. Cheers, Jackson, Mississippi freaks. Glory, glory to you. God
0: alone. Glory to God alone. That's what it means. We
2: owe you a shout-out specifically. I mean, this wasn't your fault, Marty. This was their fault. They made it on Twitter today. They said they got it in Wallet. Marty didn't take personal responsibility for the nicotine gate. So I don't know. Well, uh, here
0: we have receipts. We recorded last week at 2 p.m. Central. Uh, We started recording. uh, This transaction uh, was accepted on 325. So we're an hour and a half. Was it on chain? It was. Was it on chain?
2: I mean, but we were supposed to be live yesterday. It was live yesterday. If we were live yesterday at like 3 p.m.,
0: yes, it then we would have
2: been it. out in time. Yeah. But anyway, Jackson Freaks, we appreciate you. I love that you guys are starting a meetup over there. Let us oh, know yeah. uh, through, I don't check my DMs anymore. They're completely overrun. Through Keybase or Telegram uh, or Threema. If you go to matadel.com, all those contact information there. I'm happy to, we'll give you a free shill before your next one check it out freaks last shout
0: out second shout out of the week only two this week and this one's this one got me pretty bummed out but i'm happy that the freak wrote in so we can all learn a lesson here uh what the heck my wife just
2: she just sent a shout out in to let you know
0: she just sent me a picture to say i look terrible um this weekend i got scammed out of bitcoin while highly intoxicated and again the next day someone joined our bitcoin meetup chat room and impersonated one of the people i know and trust in dms drunk me didn't think twice that it was possible uh, that's fucked. the person was not who i thought it was happy to help with the short-term liquidity needed the next day i didn't feel the need to check my assumptions and they convinced me to buy mining hardware that they could host for me in texas Oof. This is not easy to write. I never thought I'd be foolish enough to fall for something like this. I've always scoffed at elementary phishing attacks thrown my way. I hope these sats didn't die in vain and this message might at least help one freak out there. I look forward to hearing Marty say, beware freaks after this shout out. <laughs> to my attacker... See, this is... I love this show. To my attacker, you're beautiful and you are loved. This troubled world needs your talents for good. Um, beware freaks. There's scammers everywhere. They're trying to get your coin. And always, if you are... If you are going to help somebody out with uh, some liquidity, Bitcoin liquidity, at least do like a video chat with them. Be like, do you really need this?
2: Pretty much all of us have been scammed at some point or another, so don't beat yourself up too much, freak. But uh, all you other freaks, like you, really need to be aware out there. Like, there's like a million people impersonating me and Marty. Um, they'll message you. They'll ask you how your trade's going. They're um, getting better at
1: be it. But, be it be they be. are getting
2: better. There are some that are very smart about it. Yeah, how's your um, trade going? Is the best open one there. <laughs> And you need, you need to just be very careful. Cause like everyone wants your Bitcoin and they're just going to fuck around with you. Um, so be a little bit paranoid and, you know, cover your six. Um, I would he didn't sign that. Right. We don't know who that was. Yeah. It was an anon freak, but I appreciate you Freak, for sharing that story. I mean, uh, like I said, we've all been scammed at some point or another. I've been scammed many times. Uh, and that's how you learn. It's an expensive learning experience. I have something that's not a shout out, but I saw it on Twitter and I just wanted to, uh, shout out to Elsie Hoddle and his grandma, his grandma passed away of, uh, ah, shit, uh, a, a blood vessel burst, I believe. Um, and she seemed like a legendary lady. So shout out to her and, uh, cheers to Elsie Hoddle.
0: Condolences, Elsie Hoddle. I'm sorry to hear that. Um, call your grandmothers, grandmother, because they're still around. Call your grandparents. Um, it's a reminder to myself too grandmom if you're listening I hear you call um yeah respect your elders and cherish your time with them uh, life is, is short it really live is. it to its fullest uh, condolences lc hodl we'll take a sip on to um software, software updates. updates bt space server version 1.3.5 has been released Go check this out. LND version 0.14.0 beta has been released. I believe that uh, patches the... It's a temporary patch for the uh, the neutrino bug that they discovered with Taproot,
2: I believe. No idea.
0: Yeah, apparently like Taproot scripts borked neutrino on the lightning network and they're scrambling to fix it. Uh, beware of that. I was spoken about at uh, BitDev's last night as well. Um... Mercury wallet version 0.4.51 has been released. Simple Bitcoin wallet version 2.4. We We're going to get Tom
2: back on the pod.
0: Tom, if you're listening, come on back. Uh, no, he
2: DM'd us. Remember, we got to like make that happen.
0: Yeah, we do. Um, simple Bitcoin wallet version 2.4. I'm going to be there for that. 2.4. A- Can I get through these? Can I get through these? We're going to have Tom <laughs> it on the used to podcast. Be that- it You're used have- to
2: be that when, when, when you came up with a software update that I had commentary on, I was supposed to commentary on it. So that was my commentary.
0: Okay. We're gonna have Tom on. You're gonna be part of it.
2: Tom. I would love I would love to do that. That'd be a great conversation. And Mercury is pretty cool. Have you played with it yet? Not yet. It's pretty cool. You should play with it.
0: Speaking about playing myself. I played with the embassy this week. Obviously, I had Matt Hill on. Um, yeah. I didn't
2: know where you're going with
0: that. Really? <laughs> he broke his porn embargo. I don't play with myself anymore, freaks.
1: <laughs>
0: I retain. I retain. I do not release. Okay. I, I highly recommend you do it. It'll get your get your mind right. We'll get your tea up. You'll be able to. You'll be able to lift heavier weights, and you'll be thinking like a savage. It's a. Uh, I highly recommend the re- the retention. Uh, of your of your semen, gentlemen. Stop watching porn. Uh, Simple Bitcoin Wallet version 2.4.18 has been released. Morton version 0.5.6 has been released. Fully noted version 0.2.30 has been released. Umbrel version 0.4.8 has been released. Hexa Wallet version 2.0.2 2 has been released. And Ledger Live Desktop version 2.35.1 has been released. And I believe uh, Ledger Wallet is already Taproot. Pay to tapper script compatible as well. Is that correct? I thought I saw standard. I think so.
2: I think yeah. I saw a tweet about that.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: That's surprising. They,
0: they good do, on them. They do have a really good engineering team. Uh, I so. mean they
2: support like 1,200 shitcoins. coins.
0: Yeah. That's a shame.
2: They yeah. don't even have like proper multi-sig support.
0: <laughs> no, yeah. You get a it was one thing like the Unchained guys, when they were making Caravan, they like had to work specifically with Ledger to like have this. Um, retention retention member there we go there we go Ty um, yeah like with a the caravan they, they had to work closely with ledger because ledger are devices would throw like this weird scary um, warning when you were setting a multi via caravan focus on the bitcoin stuff ledger prioritize it at least maybe if you're not going to focus on it prioritize it please um, more squirrels than liquid transaction per block this is true squirrels are big here too I think this girl's on a on a retention uh, plan as well. They got huge nuts down here in Texas. I don't know what's going on, but uh, they're they're very uh, very particular with their nuts uh, in, in more than one way. I would say um, Galois down on the list. Bitcoin banking for communities. Lessons learned from Elzante. I haven't read this. Have you?
2: I read like the first couple of sentences. They got distracted. And to God. <laughs>
0: uh, they're learning a lot of lessons down in El Salvador. Obviously, I respect the fuck out
2: of them. So, I've heard good and, things about this piece. Yeah. I need to read it. I have not read it, but it was important to shout it out. So, that's why it's on the list.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We got a lot of nut jokes going on right now. <laughs> Hiding nuts until December is very low time preference. This is very true. <laughs> it's very low time preference. Retention is low time preference uh, in many more ways than one. Um, yeah, so this, this Baloy blog post <laughs> goes yeah. into the lessons they're learning uh, in El Salvador. And uh, again, like I, I've spoken with the Ibex Mercado guys who have been part of that rollout. I've spoken with some they're the great. Bitcoin Beach guys. Uh, also great. They're really testing the limits down there. It's really cool to see the, the edge cases that are coming to light uh, based off the... The, I mean
2: yeah. they straight up just move fast and broke a lot of things. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Which is like hey, again, like we were saying with uh, the on chain protocol stuff, it's similar to lightning. I mean, we're gonna we're gonna test these right. limits, we're gonna see how it works and 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 architect around that.
2: Well it's That's, nice because on lightning you can actually iterate pretty fast and you can break things and not have like catastrophic failure, right? But on chain we need to be as conservative as possible with the actual protocol. So yeah. It's a nice balance. That looks like some intense yoga there
0: trap workout um where we had here last but not least reason had a mini doc on the environmental impact of bitcoin is a great little six minute
1: cryptocurrencies like bitcoin are terrible for the environment it's an extremely inefficient way of conducting transactions it's a way to both hide dirty money and oh, destroy you, the environment Noah. at the same time. The environmental <laughs> attacks on Bitcoin are best understood as a right, strategy. By here. Economic media. We don't have to listen
0: political. to the whole thing. We're um, not going to listen to six minutes of it, but I appreciate it. Should we? Would the reason guys no. I appreciate that? Um, no, but Alex Gladstein, Nick Carter. If you
2: want to go watch it, go watch it. Yeah, our boy Nick is like in full Miami garb. Yeah, like fully embraced Miami.
0: Did he Buc- join the good? Did he join the Buglers? Is that what's going on here? here? Is no, you wear a Hawaiian shirt now?
2: I mean, I think there's like a lot of overlap in the clothing styles of the Bugloos and uh, the Miami. Scene. And Miami, yeah, yeah. He's just he's just in full Miami vibes right now.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, I think we should, and we've done this before, but I'd I, I never mind doing it again. Shout out to the Reason team; they've been putting out incredible content as a yeah, in Bitcoin it. for years. Shout out to Jim Epstein, uh, Nick Gillespie, uh, and Gillespie, and whole, Gillespie, um, and the whole team over there. Hey, buddy, I'll be in in a second. <laughs> <laughs> no screech out Marty's child. Um, you just got back from the playground. It looked like it was a good rip. He does not want to go inside. Um, having fun. Hey, ha- have children freaks. I highly recommend it. Uh it's a beautiful thing. That was it for the list. What are we riffing on? Nick looks like Connor McGregor and I never have, have seen that that look alike, uh, connection there.
2: Uh, I do not. I did not see the Conor McGregor thing, but okay, I, I respect it. Um, I mean, I think it's been a big week. I mean, we got Taproot. Um, that's massive. I mean, it beat my expectations. I did not think we were going to get it so quickly. And uh, should we do our $1 we, have we have Thanksgiving coming up next week, which is like one of my favorite holidays. It's a very family focused holiday with lots of good food football yeah it's sneaking up on me I can't drinking. believe it's Thanksgiving already it's a good American holiday
0: it really is um, um should we donate yeah. our million sats to the HRF live on air we
2: already donated it
0: well I didn't donate mine yet so I gotta do
2: that oh well you still owe I paid uh car I, tweet, fee- I have tweet receipts car, car can get, look it up car. I'm not gonna make car look it up but no. It's but like, if it's you can pull them. up
0: an HRF donate page I will donate a million sats on there I pull I pulled up um while we're while we're discussing that, uh, yeah, it's uh, it is. It's been an exciting week. Uh, it's interesting. Uh, the the price dumped. Why do you, and we don't like to talk price talk too much here? What do you think? Well, oh yeah, it's another thing that like uh, we didn't touch on, but maybe we should. Like the SEC, aren't they sending letters out to funds to, like d d divest from any?
2: Is that confirmed, or was that just the know. Selkus tweet that you were citing?
0: Selkis was going uh. Go nuts, uh, USD go to BTC if they they allow it. He's got
2: to donate a million Sats. I mean, technically, Marty, you don't have to donate anything. One hundred Bitcoin. Oh shit! <laughs> I was the one who lost the bet. I thought I just pressured you into. You, you know what you have in. to do? You
0: have to you have to arrow over it. Yeah, there you go. Point oh one.
2: All right. <laughs> when Sats HRF? When Sats? Alright. Quick freak. Someone else pay it quicker.
0: Mm. No, don't do that. Mm. Somebody's gonna do it. Somebody's gonna beat me. Uh oh, probably because I have a stogie in my face that day. like. Somebody's gonna fucking beat me Yeah,
2: hold the McHodle face. Like, yeah, that's the joke. We talk about price all the fucking time. Uh, oh. is it hodl or hodl? I think it's hodl. Did <sighs> I just pronounce it total Ah, oh, fuck. Uh, I did not uh, pick my fee rate. All right, boom. Evidence. But how, how much? Would, you paid it on chain? Yeah. How much fees did you pay? Like 120 sats per byte or some shit? Let's see. Uh, nope. Uh, ETA, I think it...
0: I paid two thousand three hundred sixty-six. Fuck, I overpaid.
2: Fuck. Anything over one per byte is overpaid.
0: Yeah. Um. All right, live on air, HRF. I won the bet, but you know, still donating. Well, over- technically, it?
2: both won the bet.
0: No, 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 I won the bet.
2: I know, but like, I got taproot
0: yeah happy I mean, to, we're i'm all, happy to
2: pay a million stats for taproot
0: yeah but I, I won the timing of the bet okay
2: but it was a win-win bet for me mm. i either got taproot or a million sets speaking of bets
0: i know you haven't been around in a while but Murad you still owe us dinner
2: Murad owes me such an expensive dinner at this point you owe us dinner Murad. if you're listening i miss you, you he owes us a steak dinner
0: you owe us a steak dinner
2: there was also one bet on the table for like a trip to Tahiti that I was like, "No, yeah, we're
1: not doing that." You
0: remember that? Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah,
2: he would have lost that
0: bet too. <laughs> I wouldn't be uh, traveling to Tahiti with a family. Sounds terrible with a young. Not child. if someone else pays for it. Yeah, you'd have to pay for a private, uh, private escort there. <laughs> um, we're back at fifty-eight k. Back at fifty-eight k.
2: Yeah, I mean I mean dedicated freaks, if they if they want to go back, like you go back and you listen, like there is maybe eight or nine episodes where like I argue with Murad about staying humble and stacking SAS sources trading. Like that's some classic fucking discussion right there.
0: No comment. Um the uh what was I gonna say? I just had something up here to to pull up, slip my mind. Oh, Jordan Peterson. His interview was safe very good all right
2: car pull up the mining uh
0: yeah here i'll uh, i'll I'll dump this in our group chat car uh yeah we should listen to that but i mean it's so beautiful too shout
2: out shout out to car our producer for his second rabbit hole recap appreciate you car thank you car put in a shift on tuesday too uh car stay high to the freaks we know you have a mic over there
1: (laughs) hey what's up guys there he is okay <laughs>
2: <laughs> Yo, dude, I went on Meme Factory yesterday and they made me do a Tiki. Really? The first one I ever did. Yeah. What, uh,
0: how was that? Do you know, like they
2: a- like do, they do the ad read to support their show. Mm-hmm. Like the guest has to read the ad read. In my ad read, it, it had a Tiki. That was a very good one. Tiki. Like the light, the light low key was like Tiki. It was fun. I love those dudes. Yeah. But with
0: it, safe safe does a great job of orange pilling people.
2: Can we make this big? Because I want them to see a Jordan Car, Peterson's face. Car saying now.
0: You can't make this the whole thing. Can you full screen in the browser or no? He's it's not no. feasible. He's he's got a. He's got kind of reasons. Like limitations. He's got reasons. We're going to get through the limitations, all right? We're iterating here, Matt. Okay, let's,
2: let's, let's iterate.
0: Last week, we didn't have sound. This week, we have sound. Next week, we'll have full screen, okay?
2: The week before that, we didn't have internet. <laughs> we didn't.
1: Point. You just need an internet connection. You take the Bitcoin miners to where that energy is, and then you can monetize that energy and turn it into Bitcoin. It's magic. So, so what's the, what's the net effect of that on the price of electricity? worldwide is that is that is that deflationary with regards to electricity cost i think so i think this is this is a point that i make in the fiat stand which
0: is that you know we've had fiat subsidize all these dysfunctional forms of energy over the last 50 years that have led to the grid becoming unreliable and we have bitcoin like the vigilante savior that it is coming in and providing a global subsidy
1: for anybody who can make electricity at a cheap rate to monetize that and I think well not only at a global subsidy but it's so it's so interesting because not only you could go to where the energy is cheap with virtual <laughs> certainty that you're going to make more and more money as the value of the bitcoin increases by by investing there assuming you assume that the value of bitcoin is going to continually increase which is a logical presupposition if it's if it's as stable as as is claimed and it's finite in the way that you're describing and increasingly widely accepted by vast numbers of people so it's like also like, wow, an investment wow. that just have like, in like multiple miles of over time rather than decrease so it takes some of the uncertainty out of investing in
0: like nice smiling
1: cheap electricity generating processes that are geographically isolated that's i just can't believe that's true It's it's amazing that <laughs> I, I I think I must be misunderstanding because it seems You're not to move the You're not value Jordan. of the electricity electricity magically without any of the problems of transportation. Yes, exactly. Yes. Wow, that's really something. Like that <laughs> idea that you can monetize energy production in 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 areas that wouldn't be able to ship the electricity to market. That's a, that's absolutely mind-blowing. It'll take me like five years to think that through. It's so, and it seems to completely contradict the idea that Bitcoin is a waste of of, of the world's resources, right? It's it's a it's a it's a complete opposite if that if this monetization idea is actually true.
0: It is true, and it's beautiful, freaks. Bitcoin is going to usher in an energy renaissance. We're going to be as energy efficient as possible, and seeing somebody like Jordan Peterson realize that in real time is like
2: <laughs> like on air is yeah. so fucking cool.
0: Shout out to Safe for for leading them to to this aha moment. Um, see if well, something... I
2: mean I, well like it was like Dir and Co got on first. Yeah right. Yeah. And I guess like they did a decent job, but they obviously failed a little bit if like this was still happening. Yeah. Well but they set it in motion.
0: Yeah. Yeah. This is uh this is good. It's good to have people like this on our side. We need to win the mines freaks. We need to win the mines. We have people like Hillary Clinton. She's trying to add Bitcoin to her kill list. We need to get out there and get to the mines before these people do. Well, it doesn't matter. Yeah, Bitcoin, going to Bitcoin su- is su- su-
2: literally mine.
0: It's going to succeed. It's not. That was another thing we should have called out. It's literally mine. Like,
2: like what does that even mean? Yeah. What do
0: you even mean, Hillary? Um, <laughs> yeah. We're going to win the minds. We're going to win the minds, freaks. Because we have the truth on our side. That's what you have to remember. Bitcoin is objective truth. We have the truth on our side. The people that we're fighting uh, do not. They are liars. They uh, are creating instability. They are stealing. Your purchasing power via inflation. They are stealing your life force. uh, And they're making terrible decisions that are making us less energy secure, less food secure, and less uh, secure from a monetary aspect. They are projecting their faults onto Bitcoin. Do not let them. Hold up the mirror. Call out their hypocrisy. We're going to win. Bitcoin's not dying. It's not going anywhere. They're going to try to kill it. They're going to be unsuccessful. uh, But I would like to get in front of these narratives so we just don't have as bad of a low as they could potentially create. This is, why we have this, show. this is why we have the show. It's why we have the newsletter. It's why i met at Citadel Dispatch. That's why we're here, freaks.
2: Jacob's asking how Murad's doing. Murad is doing well. He got humbled by having his fund get absolutely blown up. Um, but he's doing well and hopefully he'll be back soon. But he's uh, he's taking the personal responsibility hit hard and he's he seems to be building back from that. Yeah, I won't say better, but he's build, just building. <laughs> no, back.
0: Or, I like got stuck in the meme. I prefer, I prefer that build back better than yeah. He's build, building, building back better. Yeah, like I, I just don't want to say. It. They just pushed a build back better infrastructure build like these <laughs> world economic forum <foreign laughs> Davos class That's tropes. That's avoid. It's literally, it's out in the open. Go listen to the Whitney Webb episode. They don't want to build back better. They want to build back uh, a prison that you get pushed into. All right. Don't let them buy Bitcoin, build Bitcoin, use Bitcoin,
2: educate people Mo- about Bitcoin. Before we wrap this up next week is Thanksgiving. Oh shit. What are we going to do? Yeah. What are we, we have to like coordinate with car too.
0: Car are you in town? Are you
2: traveling for Thanksgiving?
0: No, I'm staying local.
2: I'll be local. I can do Wednesday. Can you right. guys do Wednesday?
0: I can do Wednesday as well.
1: Yeah, I can do Wednesday.
2: Okay, so we'll do Wednesday. We'll do Wednesday for Rabbit Hole next week. Should I dress up like a turkey? Yeah, Marty's gonna dress or up a like a turkey. Room. You already it first.
0: Oh, I'm not gonna go the other way. I'm not gonna dress up like a like a Native. American. No, you already
2: you already promised you're gonna be a turkey.
0: Okay, I'll be a turkey. It'll <laughs> be fun. If anybody has good turkey costumes, <laughs> they want to send me. Hit up my especially DMs. if you're
2: in Austin. Yeah. Hit them up.
0: <laughs> Fuck, am I gonna be wearing a turkey costume on Wednesday? Maybe. Tune in to find out freaks. Thank you for tuning in this week. Uh, We love your support. Thanks for the shout outs. Thanks for the interaction in the live chat. We're going to blow this up. We've got it. We're two weeks into a producer. This is only the beginning. Okay. We're going to inject everything with sats car. Remind me to put your lightning network or public address into the sat splits. We're sat splitting officially. Uh, We've, we've, we've got it going on perfectly. Car is going to get sats. DJ or developers going to get sats. Matt and I are getting sats, uh, and the the apps supporting the podcasting 2.0 ecosystem are getting sats as well. This is the value for value model that Adam Carey is bringing to the world of content distribution, That's a beautiful thing.
2: Stay humble, we'll stack sats.
0: Peace, and love, freaks.